This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that doesn't know what's in Trump's safe, but it's for sure not money. Uh, yeah, he's really poor. And I'm Joe Public, uh, joined by Rainman and Capper. We are so, so close to uh, to the start of college football season, so we are doing our preview episode. And we're going to start by getting uh, both of your national championship picks off of the off the top. Rayman, who do you have winning the national championship this year? Ohio State. They're going to have more offensive firepower than anyone in the country. Jackson Smith, the Jigba, dark horse Heisman candidate as wide receiver. I love this team, and I think the Big Ten schedule lays out pretty nicely for them. Michigan. Uh, well, well, fuck you for stealing all of my takes. And on the other end of the podcast, we have uh, Capper. Who is your uh, nas- national championship winner? Well, I'm just going to complain about how boring this this uh, segment is, and I'll pick Ohio State, too. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> cool. Agreed. Uh, all right, let's just yeah, move on. I, re- I, I really like fuck that you. idea, I really like that idea you. you had for a segment. Remember that time you came up with an idea? Wait, no, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I can't seem to come up with one time you had a fucking idea. <laughs> just, just roll the credits. Listen, man, this is the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram, at Bang Your Bookie's Wife. We're about to have uh, more content uh, heading your way. Uh, we might even, we, The kids might even get a TikTok. What do you know? Uh, we're, we're in the works. Big things happening over at the podcast. Uh, we, got a, it's a, we got a pretty good... Uh, pretty good lineup today uh rain man is currently in the dark he's wearing a red light around his head it might be is this a sex thing rain man can you fill us in i am open for business for anyone who wants to look through the windows it is the red light district over at rain man's office yep uh appears to be a a little bit of power this is this is my uh, not my flu game we'll save that one for later but a good start to the season i think uh chip on the shoulder early we're gonna record without any internet or without any lights yeah, stay humble, buddy. Transmittal uh, will come later, Joe. <laughs> Let's. Uh, you know what? We don't. We don't have any time to spare. We're covering a lot this episode. We're going to preview every conference, and in, in each conference, we are going to give you our presumptive conference winner. We're going to give you a win total in the conference we like, and then a uh, dark horse Heisman pick, which uh, Capper's just been bitching about nonstop. Boy, <laughs> I oh hate boy. it. I despise You're, you. And you are chapping my ass. I don't want to uh, do this. <laughs> I'm going to be on you all night. That's, uh, this this is sounding to... very red light district with chapping my I ass and s- be on you all night. Can you all not? are going to be scorching. I know you are, but can you not? Uh, White on rice, buddy. Uh, what? That's a mix. That's I eat brown rice now, to be honest, mostly. Dude, I, dude, no one gives a fuck. They is that bleeped? Out. This is horrible. Uh, this is terrible podcasting. Let's go Mid-season right season four. Let's go right to the. It's still better than most of them. Let's go right to the first uh, conference. We got. Uh, let's go to the Big Ten first. Joe, um, you ever had wild it, rice? Oh, I, dude, do you think Pilaf? I'm a fucking? I've, 
You think I haven't had ra- I've had I've had more wild okay, rice than you know, buddy. Be willing to experiment a little bit. Is all I'm saying. You Get think a crazy? You think it. you think I haven't fucked with a pilaf? Get out of here, buddy. You ever had purple Big grain? Ten. I was eating pilaf before. Oh, look at Capper trying to keep us on schedule for the first time in the history of the podcast. The uh, Big Ten. The Big Ten. Uh, so conference winner, we can just skip over Big it. It 14. seems like all of us seem to have Ohio State. Is there anyone outside of Ohio State worth really? No. Oh, so actually, I think Ohio State wins the conference. And I, I've said this on one of our earlier pre pre preseason pods. Michigan fifty to one to win the national championships. Great odds. I think there's a very good chance they could go into the horseshoe. Uh, undefeated when they play Ohio State, and at that point, if they can beat Ohio State, then you gotta love that fifty to one. But yeah, Ohio yeah. State's gonna be favored in that game by quite a bit, probably you know eighty percent chance. Yeah, do you feel comfortable taking Michigan at fifty to one if God probably hates Jim Harbaugh? Well, it depends how what you view of God's beliefs. Well, I would maybe God I would assume Jim God Harbaugh. loves Jim Harbaugh, which is crazy. No way, not my God. That's a sad. That's, that's <laughs> a sad Jim part. Harbaugh's God loves Jim Harbaugh. I'll tell you that right now. He's good. He's good. <laughs> I, I'm sure he, I think he's just sick of his shit. Just misinterpreting. He's all over the map. So then you, uh, you, and an omnipotent God surely would not like Jim Harbaugh. Uh, thank could you. we go, could we, could we go Wisconsin 12 to one to win the big 10 here? I'm actually okay with that because they're in the West. You're okay the West with is that. Soft. I was going to get, I was going to get the there. West is horrific. You're, you're well, painting I, me. So similar. I'm sorry. So, I didn't mean so to do that to you. So I'm guessing, Rain Man, your win total is Wisconsin? Wisconsin over 8.5 for that reason because they're in the West. Bingo. Input, insert what are we doing here? Thing. What, you like Wisconsin? Why? I love the over 8.5. What yeah, are we doing great. here? It's, 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 I mean, it's like, a great look, bet. Look at this schedule. Their toughest games Can we are give the people some, some diversified winners? We, we will soon. Don't worry. I'm sure your take can be terrible once we get to the ACC. But toughest games are at Ohio State, at Michigan State, I'm kind of down on them this year, though. At Iowa, at Nebraska, and Minnesota, at home, they only have to go two and three in those five games to cover this win total. Yeah, it's a bad schedule. I uh, they lose Ohio State, they have to hit 500 of those. I think they can do it. And then, yeah, you got one game playoff uh, in the championship to play Ohio State or Michigan. And yeah, 11 to 12 to one to win the conference. Yeah. I like it. Win total I'm sticking on is uh, that I mentioned on the previous pod is I I like Illinois over four and a half wins this year. I think Brett Bielema, he just like, he coaches Big Ten football well. They won a lot of games that they shouldn't have won last year. I think he's just a a lot is like two. And the Nebraska one doesn't count because Nebraska lost it. Illinois didn't win it. Oh, yeah. So never mind. They won five games total. So they shouldn't have won a lot of games they shouldn't have won. Yeah, but that was a team that everyone thought would win two games. They beat Penn State at Penn State. Like they played a lot of teams very tough. I like if you watch them play, they got that better. Penn State as, win was wild. They I'm got better okay with this year. Pick. I don't mean to mock uh, it. Yeah, I think uh, that's the one that sort of sticks out. And uh, as far as the Heisman pick, I'm with uh, Rain Man. I think I don't know if you're the same, but I have Jackson Smith and Jigba plus no, three hundred. Who do you have? I, I, I do like that. I, I don't I, So the reason why I don't have it is because wide receivers, they're not going to win the Heisman. What they have to do to win it, it's crazy. So I'm going back with my Michigan pick here, thinking Michigan has a shot to do it. I don't think it's likely. I think they have a shot. And what I like there is Blake Corum at 100-1. to 1. He is extremely good. If Michigan wins the Big Ten, Blake Corum will be in New York. He averaged 6.6 yards of carry last year. Uh, this year, he should be as good, if not better. The Michigan defense holds up. Blake Corman plays up to his potential. This team could make some noise. 
at 100 to 1, that's a flyer that I think is worth taking. Oh, uh, yeah, I hate that. Uh, well, really well, who's, like this, that. who's the second-best quarterback in the Big Ten right now? Good question. Casey Thompson. Like... <laughs> ah, don't do it to me, Capper. 80 to 1. I mean, I hate it, but I kind of love it. I despise it, but I, the wide I'm receiver not, court in Nebraska not is not it. great. The defense is good, but that offense is not going to be amazing. Oh, he no. was before he got hurt last year. He was incredible for Texas offensively. Like, so and, you, and they you see were the clicking there, on right, all cylinders. Though? You see the path Nebraska three win team last year. Their win total this year is seven and a half, I, which means I a see good the path to like eight, yeah six five wins. win improvement. Maybe there's a narrative in Casey Thompson gets a lot of that credit. Mark Whipple's offense hits. Okay. I don't. I, I did. I did like the tweets today. Whipple said they were had their worst day of camp, and Casey Thompson said it was the best day he's ever had as a Husker. Great, love to see it. <laughs> Miracle on ice. It's Herb yeah. Brooksing it. Mark Whipple's Herb's Brooksing that team. He's tearing them all down. They're all going to rally against him, <laughs> including Scott Frost. Mark Whipple might be the actual coach of this team, uh, and Casey Thompson's the locker room guy. It all fits. Mike Rizzioni. I mean, C.J. Stroud's probably going to win the Heisman, legitimately. Yeah, so, yeah, he probably will. Nebraska is ass. Um, yeah, they're not good. I do think the Jet. I think Jet. I kind of like. Uh, I like Smith and Drigba over Stroud only because he built up the narrative for himself in the Rose Bowl last year. Granted, he was literally running against a guy who wasn't even the cornerback. It was like Utah's backup running back was trying to cover this guy. Yeah, and it, just, it was I think he got, wild. What was but, that? Two hundred eighty receiving yards that game. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a media it's a media award, and uh, I think I think he he might have some narrative here, especially if he gets hot. So that's why I, I yeah. If you're taking a wide that. receiver, he's your wide receiver. So um, let's go over to the ACC. Uh, Rain Man, you can just start with why you think Clemson's going to win the conference. That's not no one. Especially with Wake Forest going to, losing Sam Hartman, and Clemson's one of their toughest games was on the road at Wake Forest early. Uh, Pencil that one as a win. Sam won't be back for that game, so yeah, who stops him? I there's nobody. There's, no, there's I, nobody there. I kind of I kind of like Miami plus five fifty. I think uh, Mario Cristobal. At home, they have Josh Gaddis, an offensive coordinator, which was a great pickup for them. They lost to North Carolina, like they lost games last year, but they lost to North Carolina, Virginia, Florida State by a combined eight points. The one thing I'd like about Cristobal in this spot is the way he plays. The way he the way he plays football is he plays just like pound pound you football, fucking torturous, grind people down. It worked well against Ohio State last year. I, I'm interested. He is in his he is in his maximized spot. He has always needed the Miami job. They should have an improved offensive line this year, and they have a good they have a good freshman quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, also my Heisman pick in the ACC. Going off of this, twenty five oh, touchdowns, twenty five touchdowns, six interceptions as a freshman. I think I, he's I like only Van going Dyke. to get better. I like Miami. I think plus five fifty is actually fine odds between the Heisman it, Quan. But it makes no sense though overall. If you're looking at, there are legitimately two teams that probably have a chance to win the ACC this year. If Clemson is already a minus 120 to start the season, like, you look at the odds and like... I'd say three, NC State could be thrown in the conversation. 
you project out like what the championship game odds would be. And if Clemson makes it, they're way more than a minus one twenty favorite in that game. No matter who they're playing from the from the coastal. Right. Yeah. Agreed. And they get so, NC State at home. Like who's going to beat them um in the Atlantic? Nobody. So if they're only minus one twenty right now, you might as well take them to win because they're going to be minus two hundred in the championship game, at least. At least. I mean, I'm I I I am not as bullish on the longevity as Clemson as some others on this podcast. I think they are. I due. own I, Clemson. I have a lot of bets on Clemson this year, including against it's, Joe. A lot of it's not like it's it's not a bullishness on Clemson. It's a bearishness on the rest of the ACC. It's really bad. It's going I'm to be. Fine, a very I'm fine, down actually conference. fine with the Miami pick because the exact same analysis you used. If Miami makes it to the ACC championship game against Clemson, they'll be much less than 550. I think the coastal is garbage. So I don't know who threatens Miami in that conference. The only thing that really scares me is Miami is a team that hasn't shown an ability to bounce back in the last two decades. They have, I think, a week two game, might be week three, at Texas A&M. If they get absolutely spanked in that game, there's an opportunity for a tailspin. Uh, I will will say I'm a little worried that uh, Miami goes on the road to Virginia Tech and Virginia. Like those, those well, are the two Virginia's toughest games they play in the coastal. So, which I think lends to the fact like they're yeah, both that, road games. That lends to Joe's argument that Miami is a good pick, and I'm actually fine with it. I, I'm just really high. I, no, I yeah, I think I just think it's one of those Maybe. things where. Uh, it, it, they were a team like I don't think uh, Manny Diaz. Uh, the cupboard wasn't bare. They they had some talent there, and I just think uh, Cristobal style with the type of athlete you get at Miami. People take for granted like before uh, Cristobal went to Oregon, they were fucking they were a soft team. That was their reputation. Yeah, that's and true. They, he turned he, he turned around the recruiting and, and, the and he he made those guys in Oregon not soft. So imagine what he's gonna do in Miami with much access to much better athletes, much better. And he's recruiting. gotten a lot of those guys in the portal. He, he's, he he's been there for six months. Um, Oregon always lost games they shouldn't have lost at or you know while he was yeah. at the helm, and. Um, they they like this is a large gap to close even though it's a down conference. Like the eight, Miami's never won the ACC. Well, they haven't won it in twenty years. Uh, that's the you. Know, I'm not even gonna look that up, but it sounds correct. It's, it's been inexcusable. It's, it is, it is it's, correct, and it's shocking it's every been, time I hear it. Uh, do you guys have? Give me a win total in the ACC. You guys are looking at. Take a guess. Is, okay, I, I, tell me why this Clemson win total is the only fail. game that they might lose, given that they have NC State at home, and now the Wake Forest game is going to be a win at Notre Dame. They lose at Notre Dame, half? they're not going to lose another game. It's ten is it 10 and a half? It's 10 and a half. Fuck that. Oh, man. Over. They just, uh, I mean... The only part of the offense, like DJU, I don't know if he's going to show enough improvement. I think Will Shipley's pretty good. I'm curious to see what he can do for them. But yeah, I just think it's a team breaking in new coordinators. I don't think Dabo's. I don't think Dabo's built for this new landscape of college football. I just don't think Clemson is uh, is a program that's destined for distance to stay as to keep staying good. They when and, they've and been I don't great. Disagree with you. 
I don't yeah. disagree with you on that. But this is this year. This isn't five years down the road in a down ACC where you're still you're returning the number two defense in all of college football. If you get average quarterback play from the quarterback room at Clemson, they run the table, including beating Notre Dame in a college football playoff berth. Uh, I think DJU will turn it around, but if he doesn't, they got Cade Klubnik. And we've seen in the past that Dabo is not scared to make a switch in the middle of a season. And Cade Klubnik was a five-star recruit, number one overall quarterback uh, last year in the class. So they got some some firepower. Anytime the freshman savior, right? Uh, I don't know. I've heard it. I've heard it before. I just got an inkling. You've lived it, buddy. Man, Garrett Gilbert, fuck. Uh... Capper, what's a win total you got eyes on? Uh, I'm taking Miami under nine. Oh yeah, that it's a it's it a then. it's a ten win team at best. Um, they're two that, toughest that, teams. That hits that hits the total, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying though. It's at best they're a ten win team because they definitely have two losses guaranteed losses? before you even. It's A&M. uh it's at Clemson and a, at A and M like both road both insane yeah, road yeah. games for them. Um, so with a new coach with, um, you know, half their roster turning over in the transfer portal, I am anticipating at least one more drop on the road, if not two. So I like, I think their peak is nine here. Oh Um, man. So I think eight and four is probably a very likely scenario for them. I really like the, when I saw that their win total was nine, that's when I was like, I think they can win the conference because they're a seven win team. I think the fact that they have like that sort of hype surrounding them to have that improvement. And that's like Vegas isn't there to lose money. I think the nine games is baiting you, man. I don't know. All these, you just like look down the conference lines. All these power five teams are like, they want you to take the over on all these guys, all these teams. I, uh, they're begging I, you to take the overs. The total uh, I'm probably the total I'm on is uh, UNC under seven and a half wins. Uh, I think we're starting to see a decline there with Sam Howell gone. They haven't broken in a new quarterback yet. I don't have a lot of faith that they figured out defense to make up for that. I think you have the potential. Man, they played in that bowl game against South Carolina, and holy fuck, did they get smacked in the yeah, mouth? That's the last. That's true. That was the last. That was the last time we watched them play. And granted, Mac he recruits well. He has been recruiting. Like they have, they have some talent there. But I just get the feeling that like UNC is due for. I don't see them bouncing back up to like the 10-11 wins when uh, Hal was good. I could totally see them going down to a six-seven win season. I feel like they're due for that. Breaking in a new quarterback and a, a bunch of new skill players. Uh, that's that's sort of where I'm at. And do you guys have a Heisman pick and in the ACC? I- I will say this is a good time, uh, as good a time as any to shop lines. Like it, it, with all the legal gambling going on, um, yeah. you're talking about in North Carolina under seven and a half. I'm seeing line shops that have six and a half. So if you like really? that seven win total, like you might have to pay a little bit extra on the juice, but you can take an over six and a half. Um, there are some still wide variances on some of these teams. So um, that is. If we're going to be like a real gambling podcast, we should mention that. Should we? You Do guys we want start, to be, though? Do you guys want to start being a real gambling podcast? Has that ever been what we're about? If Capper starts no, gambling really. legally, I quit the podcast. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's that simple. You just get uh, cozy. You get cozy with your people, you know? Uh, I no, want I you meeting like, the people in the old, the last Kmart parking lot in America. Tax, so, tax, tax, the, uh, tax the big conglomerates. 
I do think uh, so. DraftKings is where I saw the under seven and a half for uh, UNC. So if you're seeing and, six and a half, and I it's, guess I got it's Fanduel. Fanduel has the six under. and a half. So it's like, yeah, try and middle it. Go seven five for the Tar Heels. That's what I want to do with my year. I you want, want that so badly, don't you? Sneak in a middle. I, I want to like sneak in a middle. Picking on this every UNC. game. <laughs> imagine, locking it in. Imagine, imagine betting the betting the farm on UNC winning only seven games. And, if they and win you less do that. <laughs> you do that shit, but it gives you opportunities throughout the year too, where you can say, "Well, they're definitely they have to lose this one for me to win this bet." So I got to take them to lose right here. Yeah. They're minus one. They're minus one fifty to lose, but I'm taking it. I'm adding I'm the not, extra juice. I'm not that level of degen yet, but it's something to aspire to. <laughs> you could. Uh, so it's like I, an like I said, I like Tyler Van Dyke. That, I, I think plus, that could plus, be a bad team. It could be a bad team. Yeah, I like Tyler Van Dyke at plus four thousand, and the ACC is my flyer pick for Heisman. Uh, Only forty to one. Cool. <laughs> He's good. Uh, there's only one answer here. There's only one person who has a shot to win the Heisman from the ACC. I know you're going to Key Don. Key Don. No, it's DJU. <laughs> it's at 25 to 1. And I don't Fuck think DJU is that good. But hear me out. Clemson to make the college football playoff is plus 140. So there's a pretty good chance they're going to be there, especially given what we talked about their total. They went 11. Yeah. They win the ACC championship. They're in. If they're in, maybe DJU wins the Heisman. I don't know. Yeah. But there's no one else has a shot. Uh, uh, Rayman, I have a trivia question for you. Did your Heisman pick throw more touchdowns or interceptions last year? We, we're already on to next year. Yeah, he threw memory. more interceptions. Winners have short-term <laughs> memories. Fool. You are a fool. I still Let's remember go. the Notre Dame game from 2000. <laughs> he pulled that. 2000? 2000. He does like <laughs> In the year 2000. He looks, he looks uh, he, you know what? His eligibility is unbelievable. So maybe but considering he's in his uh, 20, 22nd year at the helm, he should figure it out by now. Uh, Keaton was 11-8 and eight last year, touchdowns and interceptions. Oh, man. He, I still love have... Keaton. What, what, what's wrong with me? I don't know, man. Something. I still think that dude's good. Whatever. Whatever's wrong with you, it hasn't been diagnosed Grooming yet. Grooming How fucking funny is it, though, for Keaton Slovis to transfer for, to Pitt and then his top wide receiver to transfer to the school he used to be at? That's such a fucking slap in the face. <laughs> that just Jordan Anderson to USC. That sucks for Keaton. Yeah, that's Keaton. amazing. Man, oh, he went 30 touchdowns to nine interceptions his freshman year. 17 to seven his next year. 11 to eight last year. Yeah, Miserable. That's a good, Man, that's a trajectory Rainman loves. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's go to the Big Twelve now. Um, Big Twelve. I'll just start out. Who do you guys have winning the Big Twelve? This is arguably the most wide open major conference, I think. Uh, yes, in, to I think some that's extent. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious to see who do you guys got as your conference winner. I'm taking Oklahoma State. All right. Oh, I they're six. They're six to one. Yeah, we've already touched on a, a few weeks ago. Um, I just I don't believe in Oklahoma with the new coach, ton of transfers leaving. I don't believe in I will never believe in Texas. Little coach, even though I do, I'll never believe in them. Uh, I think Gundy is currently the best coach in the Big Twelve. They've got a quarterback who's starting his seventeenth season uh, in Stillwater. So there, there's a lot to like there for Oklahoma State. But like you said, it's the most wide open conference. So. Like yeah. this, this could go any number of ways. Like Kansas State is a decent long shot here, in my opinion. Baylor is yeah. uh, a pretty talented roster that 
can definitely Baylor. upset any given team. I don't see it with Baylor this year. Baylor, but I, I, I don't either. I don't either, but I think they can play some spoiler here. So, um, uh, I, I don't know. Even like TCU with the new head coach, um, I no, don't think they'll be horrible. No, no. So it's like it's one of those things where there are a ton of teams every given week that can win on a Saturday. You know, they get the they get the team off a big win in a right spot at home or something. It's like I don't know. It's just not a good conference overall. I'll take I, Texas. Uh, I, I I I'm taking them too. I think they're I'm the best team. I mean, I I can't. Upside. I can't fault that, but like, fuck, we've seen it. We've I seen think, it so many times. I think this we're is, at the, this is the Miami of the Big Twelve. Like, they just don't win the conference. They don't. There's just something. There's something there's, about them. Well, I think since I feel like it's just a vibe around the program, getting Arch. There's no big, vibe. They lost to t- Kansas like yeah. last six year, months ago. Short-term memory. They lost to Kansas, and I think that's a reason. Like they lost to Kansas, and now they've managed to just like they've, <laughs> they've done, survived. I, the program didn't burn to the ground. I guess that, but that's really it, right? Like after <laughs> they lost fair, to Kansas, yeah, sure. it seems like they could have completely imploded. And what happened instead is uh, they added Isaiah Nair, who's going to be an outstanding wide receiver for them. They got. Uh, they have like a lot of. I think their offense, which was not the problem last year, they now have Quinn Ewers, who is an undeniable talent. He is an undeniably great talent. There have not been many unanimous number one quarterback recruits, and he is one of them. There is that is a very very two, short total. list. Him, yeah. So and, uh, Trevor Benson. Lawrence, yeah. Him. Trevor Lawrence. So, I so, so like the counter here is you say that they they didn't completely fall apart when they lost to Kansas, but like it was a four and one team that ended up five and seven like they yeah. completely fell apart like they uh, like you're talking about big recruiting wins in december and january I mean, well, but i guess it's all to say and and you like, watch the game program they, momentum overall yes good they but like on the field with the players that are coming back to play meaningful snaps for them this year those guys folded i just think it's all to say it's like they they're I think they're in a I think like Texas as a team the reason why I look at them this year is they the way they lost a lot of games I think there was a mental was thing. miserable there was a mental thing broken with this team it was not it was clear that this was not strictly just like they were worse at football I think you have a player like Bijan Robinson who is uh, similar to Quinn I think it's just undeniable talent he's just way better than the guys he's going to be playing on a week-to-week basis i like your pick at kansas state because i do think they're poised like i've mentioned before in the big 12 uh, a, t- a conference that spreads it out and relies on getting a bunch of possessions i feel like kansas no, state kansas might State's have, to- gonna have a turnover problem they just got adrian martinez but they have but they're put <laughs> they got adrian, deuce. adrian martinez in an offense that makes sense for him under chris Kleiman with deuce next to him no such thing i Deuce is the safety. <laughs> Deuce is the ultimate safety net here. That uh, guy is so good. If DJ, good. U, if DJU's been playing since the year 2000, Adrian Martinez has been around since at least like 1950. So by now, he has to have figured out how to play quarterback. This has to be the year. <laughs> this he does this it. is the year. And it, uh, but it's about line play here in the Big 12. Like the Kansas State line is experienced. Yeah, they're, they they're, will. It's a good unit. They will dominate some defensive lines here in the conference. And Texas does not have those guys. They either have guys that have already failed at that level, or, or babies that aren't that aren't ready for it yet. I would not have Texas winning any Power Five conference or the American. I do have them winning the Big Twelve. 
I'm not going to go out on that limb. I will be fired up if in December they've got a chance to win the conference, and I'll be the first in line. I will. Uh, no, I'm. Well, I on the other hand am ready to feel hurt again. So I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm just diving. I'm diving head first into this. Do you guys have a? Let's just go to the win totals here. Uh, Cap, I got one I love. Win, right, yeah, Cameron, go, go. What's the one? Yeah, well, what, no, okay. what's what's the one you love? Texas Tech under five point five. Ooh, I almost took that. I love it, and here's why. Here's I don't why. think that's a very good team. They I could lose any of these games. Houston at NC State, Texas at Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Those are five of their six first games. If that means they could be at a one in five start, and it's just a hopeless wheels fall off situation. But even if they win maybe one of those, they already have four losses. They could still lose to Baylor. They could lose at TCU. They could lose at Iowa State, and they could lose to Oklahoma. I don't see six wins. There's no way this is a bowl team. I mean, I, yeah. uh, I, Joey McGuire, I think is a good coach. I think he is going. He to is do a, a good, good coach. Job. I think, and also Texas Tech. I think they're dropping. They're dropping some bags now. There's there is some oil money in the desert that Texas Tech exists in. I think they're gonna start getting a little bit of a talent upgrade there. I do like uh, some of their options at quarterback. Uh, whether it's uh, she got if you got three quarterbacks, you got none. I don't know. I like like Tyler show isn't bad, and Donovan Smith. He was okay is, last year. He was fine. And and Donovan Smith also he's a big fucking guy. He's six five two thirty. He's the son of a of a like of a coach. Uh, I, th- I son of a coach. One of my favorite tropes. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, those guys those guys fuck. We'll see, but I mean Tech is a team that. They they're they've been a regular six win team for a while. It'd be interesting to see if they get back on track. Uh, my they are very capable of like upsetting some teams here in the th- Big They class. have been, but the two some of the three some of the, the middle teams schedule, here. Houston and NC State on the road. That is that's yeah, tough. that's a brutal that's a brutal non Uh, I do. Uh, I don't know. My personal my I I'm on the uh, OU under nine and a half wins. Uh. In conference, I I'm stunned. I I cannot see this being a ten win team. I think uh, it's logical because they've dominated the conference for so long. Even the fact that they didn't skip a beat when 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 Lincoln Riley replaced Stoops, this isn't the same thing. Uh, I think this is a program that just got pillaged. They got a lot of their t- talent is transferred out. Kale uh, Gundy has just left under uh, bizarre circumstances. Um, and I don't know, Venables, he has his work come out for him. Uh, I I do like uh, Le- Levy, the guy from uh, Mississippi, Mississippi. They have uh, call and plays, but uh, I'm not a I'm not a huge believer in Dylan Gabriel necessarily to be the dominating force that OU has had at quarterback. And OU has had nothing short of dominating forces at quarterback in recent years. Uh, I think so, I saw something that the last left-handed transfer quarterback to go to OU won a national championship. Oh, oh well in that in well, that, that fucking case, case. I love I love those stats. I love that shit. Boomer Sooner, baby. That's some Circle real dark Darren Ravel shit. Well, I guess is there a thing I'm overlooking? Is this strictly biased? Do you guys see OU as a competitor here in the Big Twelve? Because I really, really see OU beats Texas in Red River. I expect that game to be a fifty fifty game. If they do, then they could easily hit ten wins. Like you see the path um, there. They, the the yeah. wheels don't fall off. Oklahoma wins they, 10 wins, right? They get Oklahoma they, they get Oklahoma State at home, which is a big one. 
yeah, especially too. after the loss last year like that. O- OU does not lose two, in, two games in a row to Oklahoma State. But no, I'm not, I'm not I will, taking the over. I ain't, I'm not taking. I will take. Over. I will take Oklahoma State over eight and a half wins. Well, yeah, you haven't won the conference. It's still there's si- there's six. You need to take that. They're six and zero oh, uh, on October twenty second uh, at home against Texas. That would like, be big. Uh, super soft. Super soft non conference schedule, and then like their one challenge before that is at Baylor. They will have not shown anything offensively, defensively. Who's their non-con? Um, it's CMU, ASU, and Arkansas Pine Bluff all that at home. Soft, yeah, that's three now. It's super soft. Um, and then their their real test is at Baylor, but it's going to be a team that like they they won't have done anything. They won't have been beaten up. They won't have shown anything, uh, shown their cards at all. So. Uh, super experienced team lost a little bit on the defensive end, but I, I don't know. It's just like, it's not a good schedule. I, I think they win nine easily. All right. I, uh, so I guess do we, I, my, my Heisman pick in the big 12 year, you know, it's Bijan plus 2000. It I, has to be right. No, I like Quinn better because you get better odds. I looked at Bijan and Quinn. I'll take 28 to one at Quinn over 21 on Bijan. Uh, early early reports. The buzz is uh, Quinn's uh, thrown some uh, thrown some interceptions in preseason camp. He's uh, had some trouble protecting <laughs> the ball. Get the narrative out there. Uh, that's all I say. It's like I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if Quinn. It's very plausible that Quinn doesn't uh, start the first game. So that make that's a tough. I mean, he will. He didn't transfer there or not play. He, but he, he's starting. Yep. He might not last the whole season. He's starting. He gets a shot. He he should. Uh, they're gonna... I, I wish I had a little better picture on the Oklahoma State running back situation, um, because like there is always a guy in Stillwater who can just yeah, eat la- up yards. Last year it was Jalen Warren. Uh, yeah. In the fourth quarter against Texas, he had like uh, it was like eighteen carries for a hundred and twenty yards in one quarter just to close out. Put him game. to sleep. Uh, um, my gu- my I, I guess it's Dominic Richardson who is you know, potentially going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I think there are more than a few options that can, that can end up leading this running back uh, uh, situation. Let's go over to, let's just, let's start with the sec now. Um, conference winner. Uh, I'll ask, does anyone not have Bama winning the sec this year? Alabama roll tide. Yep. Uh, no, I mean, what are you gonna do? Say so some some crazy bullshit like Texas A and M is gonna win the conference? No, no, man, man, it They're would be funny. That. Man, that Alabama Texas A and M game though is going to be whoo. Like woo. Alabama, Alabama, after losing to Texas A and M last year and losing the conference, um, it, it's like the perfect storm for Saban. Like it doesn't yeah. get much easier for him here. Revenge like tour. the. Yeah, it's it's the Nick Saban revenge tour. Minus uh, one forty seems ridiculous to me. I mean, uh, I I think it's yeah. I don't think you can pick against it. I like Georgia lost a whole legitimate NFL defense worth of players. It's yeah. pretty insane. A and M, I I don't see it. I think they're probably a year away. Uh, 
front from that, Justin Bama. That's th- that's the game that you know all those Alabama players have circled on their calendar. Like they're gonna they're gonna destroy them. Yep. The, yep. I think the the early line look ahead line is like a fourteen and a half here, where it's like, man, Bama can't 17. be fourteen points better than A and M, the best recruiting class in the country. No. It was seventeen and a half when uh, when they got, when they money lined him. Uh, I'm gonna let's uh, let's see. Do you guys have uh, an SEC win total that's catching your eye? I, like, let's look beyond Bama. Tennessee over seven and a half. I've said this before. They have two auto losses, Alabama and Georgia. So then they need to win. Uh, they can only lose what two more, right? To get to to get your eight. But they, I think they can beat South Carolina on the road. And LSU on the road, and Pitt on the road, and Florida at home. Those are their next four hardest games. I think they can win all those games. I think there's a chance Tennessee can be ten and two, but they only need to go two and two in those games to hit your over here. I think they can do that. So give me Tennessee. Second best offense uh, coming into the season behind Ohio State. I'm uh, I'm taking a Mississippi State under six and a half here. Ooh, I hate that. Tell me why you like it. Um, it I think they open Boomer up with the, Mississippi State. I think they open up with a really tough matchup uh, against Memphis, and I despise the second half of their schedule. Um, they get all of the tough teams. Like they they start out nice and soft with with um, Arizona Bowling Green, two of their first four matchups, uh, an LSU team with a new head coach, but then they go A and M, Arkansas, at Kentucky, at Bama. Um, against Georgia, and then they finish up at Ole Miss. It's like, it, it's just not a, it's not a team that's really done that. Um, I know Leach is, Leach is quirky, and everybody loves him, but like, he he's he's more like, he, he's more pizzazz than substance to me at this point. Will Will Rogers is good. I mean, completes a ton of ton of passes, but like. I don't know. I, I just don't think they hang here. I think they they're a little bit more uh Yeah. They're a little I bit just, more hyped than than anything else here. I just disagree because I feel like uh Leach's system is fully employed and it's working out just like people kind of I thought think people it would. hate him. Oh yeah, no doubt people I fucking think those hate kids him. hate him. No no one's ever liked him. You don't play for him because you like him. You play for him because he wins fucking football games and he scores points. Like Will Rogers, he's been in the system since I think he's going to be really good this year. And Mississippi State always has these sneaky athletes and that's what This is made like them. the This is the crazy thing though because when you're doing this at Washington State, like you get some guys on NFL radars, but when you're doing it in the SEC West, like nobody gives a shit if you're a gimmick offense. Nobody cares like if if you've got, uh, you know, above average athletes, because those guys are getting overshadowed every single weekend. Like, I think his, I think his game is going to end up poorly here for him, just because like those guys will realize they can go to a better SEC school if they're SEC caliber. Uh, I mean, I uh, disagree. I don't think I don't think Mississippi Mississippi State's always sort of thrived on getting these lower tier players it's just like a rich recruiting bed i think they're going to be pretty good the the total which i think even saying out loud i kind of hate it but i also think i just gotta take it i'm taking florida over seven wins similar to uh that schedule's bad i don't think it's it's, a good team but that schedule's bad i mean the schedule it starts off with that game against utah which is going to set the tone but i really i'm a believer in billy napier 
they finished 15th. They were 15th in the country in total offense last year. Like, I think they, they had an offense that was decent. The defense wasn't great, but I think they that could partially be attributed to uh, coaching and then them just fucking hating Dan Mullen as a human being. Uh, Nape- Another clown, speaking of. I, Billy Napier just coaches his balls off. I think it's, it's all of my totals. They kind of have the same theme where I'm betting on a coach. Uh, I bet I bet on Napier. It's like I I betting on Cristobal. I'm betting on Brett Bielema. I I think that those guys are just gonna make their teams better. Yeah, I I think Napier has some a harder adjustment than than some of these other coaches, just because it it is like a heavy step up in class. I kind of like Anthony Richardson at quarterback though to take the next step this year. So, but yeah, but it is an elite. It's an elite coaching pedigree. He's won every step of the way. He he's dominated every step of the way. So, I think it was a great hire for them. And I I do uh, do too. I I just I I'm not sure about this first year. I I think he he might have a little tough tough road to sled because it he lost they lost a lot of guys in the transfer portal and they didn't crush it getting guys back. But I mean, it's it's seven wins at Florida. It's seven like if you get Florida if, in, if you get in a down SEC East. Yeah, if you get seven, you push, and it's like you have to think that they might be able to get. I don't know. I I just think it's a little too juicy. It's a little too cute for me to have that total. If it was seven and a half, I'd I'd pause a little bit, but uh, a little too I hate cute. The, I hate the cute ones. Um, and then uh, Heisen pick. I've been on Will Anderson. I I know you guys hate it. I think Will yeah, Anderson could terrible. very well win the Heisman this year. You're, you guys you're ridiculous, it, but you're wrong. He disgusts me. I disgust you for. Can't so I convince you to do the right thing it. on your Heisman pick? Um, Don't you know, tell I me think lies. I think I think I think the truth is worth a few shekels. Yeah, um, let's go. I don't. I don't think he wins it. I actually. I actually, if we're talking about long shot quarterbacks in the SEC, I I might take a little stab at KJ Jefferson, super veteran quarterback, um, a program with a bunch of momentum, and like the true leader of their team. Um, but that's such a tough that's such a tough sled uh, in the SEC West. It's like man, like think about There's the no teams shot. they're gonna have to play. Capper, I'm pretty sure that was just the first player you happened to look at the name of. I don't think you actually picked KJ Jefferson to win the Heisman. I don't. I don't believe you first. There's second. zero pass. Uh, uh, I uh, no. I said he's know. the. I said he's the better quarterback as a long shot, All not right. necessarily as the Heisman. Over Hendon Hooker. No, I love Hendon Hooker. Okay, All so right, let's, let's just move on. What about Rattler? Let's, what about Rattler? Let's, no, we aren't gonna. We aren't gonna talk about that. Uh, let's Get his go mind to, right. We got uh let's go to the let's just do rapid fire here because now we're going into the borderline conferences. Uh, we got Pac-12 conference winner Utah. Anyone? Do you guys have USC? I'm actually zigging on this. I like Oregon. I think they can take a step forward. I like Oregon. Uh, they have Stanford and Washington at home in the north, so I think they're going to be in that title game. I think Utah might have a little bit too much uh, fan fan fave aspect to them. I think they're good, but I think Oregon might. Might be better. Uh, Give me both resurgence. The, the reason the reason why I'm on Utah is because of my Heisman pick, which is Cam Rising at plus eight thousand. He's very very good. I love. He's Cam. very good. He's very good. He like he has uh, he he gives them a different dimension. They were hanging with Ohio State until Rising got hurt. Uh, he was going te- he was going play for play with with that team. I think. 
he gives them a level of confidence and a level of competence that uh, they haven't had in a while. I really, really like Cam Rising in this spot. Uh, and this, my win this, total. It's a it's a pure it's a pure speculation pick here for me because like it's just a much easier path to get to the championship game. But at at over three to one for Oregon, you have to take them because they won't will not be three to one. Um, in the yeah, championship that, game, right, you, well, if I'm they play games. USC, UCLA, have, or Utah, I also like Cam Rising as my Heisman too, though. So quickly, give me your uh, win total in the pack. USC under Arizona. nine and a half. New system, terrible defense, ranked eighty four coming to the country. They're going to lose at least three games. Uh, no way you can take the over. I'm taking Arizona over, over three. I just like uh, Jeff Fish. We've talked about it. Best one win team of all time. Thank you to our friends at Althon Sports. For that one, uh, stay woke, guys. Stanford under four and a half. Oh, I love that too. Uh, um, mighty decline. Bad, bad Tough football schedule. program. Not, not a Tanner yeah, McKee not a great guy. schedule. Not a uh, I'm not McKee a, guy. I'm not a anybody at Stanford guy. All right, we've got three uh, minutes. We're doing our, our miscellaneous. Okay, group of, group of five. Uh, most likely get a playoff berth in the group of five for me is BYU, and the reason why I'm picking them is because not in the group of five uh, next. Are, they're, I count independent group of six. Fuck off. They're count the same them. Thing. Count them. They have a schedule where if they do win out, they will be in the mix. They play Oregon. They play Notre Dame. If they win those, they'll be in the mix. That's why I got them as much as anything. Give me Houston. I think that they're going to win the conference, uh, American Conference this year. I think they're better than Cincinnati. Cincinnati takes a step down. If they can beat Texas Tech, they might go undefeated. Then who knows? I'll take Houston. Uh, not not going to give you a natty winner because we've gotten our one team to make the playoff from the group of six. Never going to happen again. Uh, <laughs> I will give you I will give you Coastal plus four fifty to win the Sun Belt this year. Sure. Reason Love my back. Yeah. Oh, win total right here. UAB under eight point five. They are were a very good football team, but Bill Clark might be the most valuable coach for their team. In all of college football, he just retired. That's a huge loss. I think it's a two to three win loss. He literally brought that program back from the dead. And they have it at LSU and at Liberty in their non-con. UAB under. I love it. Book it right now. Eight and a half. Book it. Good use of literally right there. I nailed it. <laughs> like they were dead. They were they dead. They were dead. They literally were dead. They had no they program. Were. And now they did the Undertaker gift. <laughs> now they did the Undertaker gift. They're back, and we're going to go take the Undertaker.